0: Hey, welcome back to the podcast, and if this is your first time with us, my name's Stephen, and I am here in Natchitoches, Louisiana, and right now I'm sitting around my dinner table. I don't need that. That's later. Um, And I've got uh, some folks from our church. I'm a pastor of Awakened Church here in Natchitoches, and by the way, we meet at Parkway Cinema, 10 a.m., Sunday mornings. Come join us in person or live via social media Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Um, but I'm here with some friends. i want to you guys introduce yourselves. Start over here. First timer with us.
1: Yes, my name is Caleb Rhodes. Um, first time hearing from Deville. Have you be
0: here. He's from, he's from, every time somebody says that, I, I hear Deville. Oh, like, I'm from <laughs> Deville. Like, it's like, I'm from Deville. And uh, Caleb's our drummer at yes. Awaken Church yes. currently, and uh, doing a fantastic job. Great to have him on the team. Thank you. Over here we've got uh, here for second or third time. I don't know, but do second. We, yeah, well, probably before I came in. Yeah, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Yes. Hey, I used to be a. Smith. Kevin's our, <laughs> as far as Awaken Church is concerned, is now <laughs> our. I'll say a senior member because he's actually the the older the older the member of senior. the of the whole crew, but he's also the one that's been with us the longest besides our family. He's, he wasn't with us when we started, but he got with us when we <laughs> began to launch the actual services, and so everyone else from that era has graduated from college, because that's mostly what we were doing, college students at that time, or they've moved on, and uh, speaking of folks that moved on, Bo, who was our, he launched with us, our, our worship leader, I, I did their wedding Saturday. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, so Bo and Nellie, if you guys are watching us because we're live on Facebook or listening to the podcast, congratulations again, proud of you. And also joining us here is the always beautiful and intelligent and very wise <laughs> Mrs. Nelson. Yep, sure am. Shelly's here. Shelley's here. I asked her to introduce herself, she says, hey. So like, no, that ain't going to happen. So we're going to, in just a minute, we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 29 and uh, read one verse there. We're also going to be in Ephesians chapter 1. So we're going to hit two verses tonight. So uh, we're going to jump into it, get into it. But before we do, thinking about our dreams, and when I say dreams, I'm not talking about when you go to sleep. We did this a couple of weeks ago. We talked about the big dreams we have talking about like dreams in life like dreams that you have i remember kevin talked about a mountain a uh, cabin in the mountains so that's a big dream yeah so kind of staying with that theme a little bit what does it mean to be living a dream and if you guys are <laughs> if you guys are joining us live drop us a comment uh, as well if you want to if you want to answer so live in the dream how do you, how would you how do you define that? Because that's a that's a thing I see people. They'll post a picture on their Instagram and, be, and it'll be like living the dream, and they're like they've got a Starbucks. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, if I'm that's waiting. the dream, I'm waiting for my I Starbucks. Mean, if that's your dream, that's great. That's awesome. I mean, I got nothing wrong with that. With well, you know, uh, place. Uh, yeah, exactly. It might have been
2: you know. that momentary <laughs> dream. We really need Starbucks right now. It could be. I had
3: a photo. I had to go and. uh, Uh, check out the derrick in one of the drill ships. He's 410 feet up off the ground. So I was on top of that, and I made a photo of everything around, I said, on top of the
2: world. (laughs) (laughs) On top of the world. Mm -hmm. All right. Living the dream. What does that mean? Being, like, really content in that
0: moment. Okay. Yeah.
2: Because, I, I mean, you can live the dream for like five minutes and then not live the dream anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, yeah. Well,
0: yeah. Being content in that moment. That's pretty good. What else? Other, other thoughts, you guys? What was well, the, living same the dream? thing that I was thinking
3: of? You just all of a sudden you're, you're daydreaming. I walk through the halls and dream of something like the mountain or, or out on a hunting safari, and then all of a sudden you look up and Oh, I'm, in the, I'm at work,
0: okay. <laughs> you were living in a daydream. That's not quite the same as living the dream. <laughs> yeah, so I found myself living in some daydreams. You got any additional thoughts on it, Caleb?
1: Um, I don't know. To me, living the dream would just be all basic needs accounted for, take care of the people that I love and who care for me, you know? Yeah. I'd say that's living the dream.
0: I like that. That's like, that's, that's like... It requires you to have intentionality to it, but it's also like this is not like pie in the sky. Because we have big dreams. A lot of times that's what we think of, and we are kind of thinking about that too, like the big dream. and uh, The big dream is to have your needs and the needs of your loved ones taken care of. Well, that's, to me, man, that's what it's about. That's really what it's about. Um, The rest of it's extra, you know. Uh, The Starbucks, that's an extra. The (laughs) high-watt amplifier. That's extra and I'm all about extra trust me ask her I mean I, I'm, I'm the extra one around here definitely <laughs> somebody's gotta be somebody yeah, somebody's gotta be, gotta, gotta be extra a little bit um, so what do you do when thinking about our dreams that we have in life what do you do when a dream begins to die Try not to get too like. Don't get too depressed. Yeah, I'm gonna say don't, that don't, gonna don't get do it. About depressed on it, anybody, but it's but it's something. It's worth thinking about. If we're going to think about like living the dream and achieving our dreams, we also need to like look at well, that's not always what happens. So what happens when the dream begins to die? And I'm saying like there's not not we talked about some dreams are dead and you need to move on. We talked about that, but this is about you're you're still living the dream, but it's starting to feel like and eh, that's it's, it's going to die. What 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 can you do? What are some thoughts? Keep praying. Okay, yeah. <laughs> if you're a person you of prayer, which I hope you feel are Feel
3: like everything's kinda going to the left a little bit, you know.
0: Yeah. Keep praying. That's absolutely I had to think
3: living the dream years ago. Now since I, I understood. A friend of mine started a, a deer stand company, and I was the ma- I was going to be the maintenance. I was still working offshore. I'd come in and work on it, and that was the dream. That was the dream, and but yeah. it did. It fell off. It it just deteriorated. And you had to start off. You know, it wasn't like it's coming, and you're trying to fix it. You know, oh, it's getting bad, but it it just dropped off. Right. It, it was a drop off point. It just folded.
0: So right. So sometimes it's, you know, we said, you know. We can fix you can, it. You can keep praying. But also, what I kind of I think you're saying is sometimes it's when the dream begins to die, you evaluate and go, this is just, this just needs to, this needs to be the end. Like, right. this is the end yeah. of it. Yeah. So I some mean, some, yeah. some things have a, a lifespan or a life cycle. Yeah. And they, they can be like. You know, I think about in terms of I think in terms of church all the time because that's what yeah. I do. Yeah, you know, that's full time all the time. And so a church, uh, many times, has a life cycle. And if there's not something that kind of casts a vision for it to Re-do. rebirth, like to be, you know, to like keep growing, like a, like a rebirth, then eventually it will die. You know, like it's it's a like a living thing. And that's how our dreams are. I think sometimes you get to that point, and it's either got to be revision it or let it die and i mean you, sometimes you get to choose that but i think sometimes you also you don't it happens sometimes it happens you don't get to make the choice right nope. yeah. other other thoughts what do you do when a dream begins to die
2: well, i think you have to evaluate you know how important that dream still is okay in in real life circumstances i'm all about you know what's practical yeah and lots of times that dream you know might not be practical anymore or your priorities change you know when we had a kid with autism our priorities changed (laughs) (laughs) and we learned (laughs) we learned lots of things that we had no interest in knowing until then and because it, it didn't affect us so you know it's just evaluate and see where do i go from here
0: okay all right that's good
2: it may be hang on to the dream. It may be work harder. It may be let it go.
0: I love how you're always pretending that you're the practical one, oh, and yeah. I'm the dreamer, because it's the opposite. Because it's Cause, the opposite. I mean, you guys need to know. Sure it is. She's the dreamer, and I'm the one that holds down, like keeps everything grounded. Right? Stay grounded. Nails me that's to our the floor. That's our sermon. Our series leading us into this next month: Dream big, stay grounded. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Zach had a funny story. I won't tell it because... It's <laughs> I won't. Do. Because... Tell us
2: about the funny story, but not tell us Well,
0: I would, but I've already worked it into the sermon For, <laughs> oh, gotcha. for the, in, in two weeks. I've already kind of picked, like put in where that's going to go in the sermon. So if I get it away now, I mean, you guys won't get it then. but yeah. it's all
2: right. So he's just going to tease us with it. Though. Yeah, going yeah. to we'll tease Hey, us. stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. Come to uh, church. Before Come on.
0: We, before we read Proverbs 29, 18, how have you seen God do more than you've even imagined with a dream? Like, had a, a dream of something, and it wasn't one that, that died, or maybe it has since, but you saw it, like you had a dream for it, and it'd be, it was more than what you imagined. Have you ever had an experience like that? Going overseas. Oh, yeah? When I went overseas,
3: in the ching-ching! <laughs> oh, That yeah. was amazing, because I prayed all the time for God. What direction am I going to go? Where are you going to send me? What am I going to do? I'm just in this area now. What What do you have for me? And somebody walked up to me and said, uh, "Are you ready to go overseas?" I said, "Yes." <laughs> let's go. And let's go. And <laughs> I, I did a 12-hour airplane flight to, to Russia. And I went, "Oh my goodness!" But anyway,
0: <laughs> it was a blessing. Yeah, that's that's a good answer. It's a yeah. blessing. Anything else, anybody? Time when you. Seen God do more than what you dreamed would happen. There's several of them. But I can't.
3: know will let somebody else answer. I can't.
1: I'll say just my entire life in general. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, I mean, I'm always praying for like uh, guidance. Is, is a very common theme in a lot of my prayers. Sure. And, uh, a lot of times, I'll, like I really don't know where to go or where to, what to do this, what to do that. When I left for college, it was. I had never done anything like that before, first time living by myself, first time defending on my, depending on my dependent on myself, etc. So that was a there was a big uh big question in my life for a while, but it turned out much better than I expected. Yeah. You know, graduating right. three years and working a great job now. So nothing to complain. That's
0: awesome. And also, because of that, God's got you with us. True. Which is a blessing for Very us. true. Blessing for us that we didn't you know, we didn't know. We didn't know. You know, we had a guy who was our drummer. We thought it's our drummer for life because he was just like, I'm, I'm, "This is where I'm going to be, so I'm going to stay." And then his dad passed away, and he had to move back to home back in Shreveport to, to live with his mom to help out. And then we we're like, who do, you know oh, drums? "Who do you know that plays drums? Who do you know that plays <laughs> drums? Who know that plays drums?" And we just start praying. I, like, literally, it was just a thought: like, we need to get a drummer. We need a drummer. And I'm like, "Yeah, we need a drummer." Blah blah blah. And uh, Caleb was like, "I'm putting it on the, the internet," and he's like, "Do." You, Who's a drummer? So I come across my Instagram feed. I mean, I would see it. And I was like, here's Caleb. Caleb Jett, I think is his name on Instagram. It's like, I'd click on it. It's like, who plays drums in Nacogdoches?" You know, a church needs a drummer. I'm like, well, right, he's, he's serious. So I said, hey, let's pray for a drummer. And then he's like, oh. Uh, but the next week, he's like, oh, I've been talking to this guy, this other guy, Caleb.
1: Okay. <laughs> we collect Caleb's. <laughs> well, I, I will say, and this is, this is a little bit off topic, but I have to tell the story. Uh, I was literally the day. I, I, let me just say that. Let me go back. I was at my grandparents' house. My grandparents lived like twenty minutes down the road. It was my uncle and a bunch of other family. They were sitting down there visiting. They were always trying to like. My family is very big in the church. They're always like, "I don't know why you haven't plugged in anywhere like here in that." Because you've been here for three, four years. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I just haven't really. And none, none of my friends really uh, uh, go to any churches around here. I don't really know a lot of people since I graduated. Less than thirty minutes after that conversation. I got a text from Caleb. I have not told y'all this yet, but that, that is that's that's completely a completely true story. That's awesome. I was walking oh, back it. to the house that's, talking to my uncle about it.
0: That's, a, that's, a, that's awesome. That fits right in with everything else that's ever happened for us to be uh, with, with doing what we're doing, all the way from the very beginning of it. That's just how you just it's just like you, you don't even know. You kind of have a conversation, and all of a sudden, there's a call, a text. Uh, yeah. Hey, yeah, I'm sitting in a coffee shop in, in Hot Springs, Arkansas, with a group of pastors and i'm 2 months from moving and uh there's this guy who walks in and uh he heard me say something about Natchitoches, Louisiana and he's like yeah i just moved here from there he was actually moved there to be the associate pastor of the lutheran church who i was best friends with the pastor of and he had been here for 3 or 4 years wow. with this the church that's in Natchitoches so it was like and he just like told me a bunch of stuff that i already didn't that i didn't know yet so it was like just Converse, like stuff like that all the time. That's amazing. So thanks for telling us that. That's a part of this, part of this dream thing we're doing. So let's get into scripture because we're halfway into our time and it's time to actually do yeah. the Bible study. Um, Proverbs twenty nine eighteen. I'll read it. Actually, I want to read it in two different versions. And then what I want you to do is, just as usual, what resonates with you. Is there a word or phrase that stands out? How does it make you feel? So Proverbs twenty nine eighteen. First, this is New Living Translation. When people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. But whoever obeys the law is joyful. And so I'm going to read it again, but this time in the message, which is a paraphrase. If people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. So as you listen to those words and read them on your own page or screen, what resonates with you? What word or phrase stands out?
3: You know what mine says, I
0: Yeah. It says where
3: there is no vision Where's no vision.
0: Where there's no vision, the, the people the perish. Revelation of God. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's like the classic reading of that, where there's yeah. no vision, the people perish or That's the a, people run amok. The yeah. amplified Bible. Right, yeah. Thoughts.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to organize my thoughts.
2: Well, I mean, mm-hmm. for me, it's as a parent, you know, you have to give your children guidance and rules, and it, it's a show that you care about them. I mean, if you don't, if I didn't care about how they were doing and, you know, that they were going to be successful, then they wouldn't have rules, and they wouldn't have things that they can't eat and can't eat. and. Right. You know bedtimes and things like that. So it's it's a set of boundaries that are there for your good,
0: mm-hmm. right? And that's where the divine guidance, or the vision, comes in. Or like it said here, um, really, what God is doing like it's what God is doing on your behalf.
2: But it's you know it's if you look at it from the person who's getting the rules as these people care about me or this. You know this situation and these are this this is here for my good it's easier and to be joyful about the law
0: right and we read that too that that whoever obeys the law is joyful and a lot of we, we contextualize that for ourselves first we really need to like you know i always like we'll contextualize it for that culture that time that reader first and then us because when I hear that it's like obey the speed limit and that's not at all what this is about this is talking about like it says here what God reveals the law of God the the commandments of God the you know the God who is um there and working and sometimes you don't see it and then you get a text like Yeah. yeah yeah so I think we need to you know it says whoever obeys the law is joyful not just take that and go you know
2: not getting to see ticket going to yeah, make me happy. No, I'll, be, I'll, be <laughs> joyful. I'll be joyful Although it if, will. I, if I you know,
0: follow all the rules that are there and all that. it's not, it's not what it's about. It's about following the Creator. Right. Yeah. Anything else? Other thoughts? we we'll We got another verse in Ephesians we'll read and kind of do the same thing. It'll be a little more.
2: It's also kind of an acceptance of that care
0: yeah you know what I mean right well, I love how this this said in the the message when they attend to what he reveals right so it's not just like you listen to the law but you attend to it you, you, know, you if you attend to something you are you are hands on
2: yeah. being joyful and seeing seeing those rules as a good thing or whatever that rule or guidance is. You know, it's an acceptance of the gift of guidance.
0: Ooh, that's good. Write that down. <clears throat> Sorry, it's silent, y'all. <laughs> i was writing down what she just said i was like write down brilliant thoughts immediately i learned that in when i was in a seminary and i would not let it go that was brilliant Aww, joy so. joy is an acceptance of the gift of guidance what's well, more than that but that's worth in the, this context. in this context. <laughs> all right let's go ephesians 1 that is in the new testament of the bible Man, I went through so many years of being a youth pastor and a pastor, and I'm really kind of focusing on making sure that people who were not like, familiar with the Bible or don't even have the Bible would get it and just be like, you know, that's on. You know, I would even, in Arkansas, I would have, we'd have these Bibles in the pew that we bought, and I would go on during the week, and I would look up the passages I'm going to preach on and put their number, the page number down in my notes. And so I was like, if you're using the Pew Bible, you can turn to page 268. And it would be, you know, Psalm 130, whatever. And, um, but now it's just like, if you've got the Bible app, I don't, you don't need that. You just click on, here's the name. Click it, Shh. click e- it again. Ephesians, click, and I'm there. Got it. All right, Ephesians 1, verse 16 um, uh, through 18. So he uh, says, I've not stopped thanking God for you. And again, this is a letter, so he's writing to some specific people. I've not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly, asking God the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight, so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. I pray that your heart shall be flooded with light, so that you can understand the with confident hope, no the confident hope he has given to those he has called, his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. So just a couple of lines from this letter. Again, what resonates with you? What stands out to you here? Inheritance was the first word that I paused on
1: because it's, it's strange in this context.
0: Yeah. I, I, I mean,
1: understand, like, receiving gifts from a father, you know, that could be seen as it, but he's not really going anywhere. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, right,
0: right. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I've never, I mean, all the years I've been doing this, that's never really hit me because that, that word inheritance is there. And it's in a, in a few different places. Mm-hmm. And we have this inheritance from our Father God, but inheritance is something you get when they are not with you anymore. Mm-hmm. And he is now, because of the Holy Spirit, with us always. So, yeah, that's an interesting word there.
1: Is this is this Old Testament? Excuse me for asking that.
0: <laughs> no, that's it's New Testament. It's, oh, okay. Uh, well,
1: then they may be talking about Jesus.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, he's talking about the inheritance of be. The kingdom that uh, that Jesus came and announced. My little is,
2: note says "or," and then it rephrases it. And the rich and glorious inheritance He has given to His holy people. Right.
0: Yeah, I got that too. So He's given us the inheritance. It's almost like
2: as you don't have children. to wait. You don't
0: have to wait for it. Like you have this inher- you inherit this now. You don't have to wait for later. It's yours now. That's that's cool but it is jesus you're right it's um like he said he's the the glorious father of the lord jesus christ and that's you know that that's that's where the insight comes from or the inheritance other thoughts or words that, that stand out
2: well for me it was it says i pray for you constantly Asking God, the glorious Father of Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. So he's not just asking for them to get knowledge of God, but to be open to the understanding of it. It's like not just book knowledge, but soul deep knowledge.
0: Alright, heart knowledge. There's head knowledge and heart knowledge. So yeah. Yeah. Not just know about it's not just your knowledge knowledge of God like Knowing about God, but your knowledge of God, knowing God.
2: To be open to the understanding. Yeah. Not just to get the information, but to understand it and incorporate it into your life.
0: Right. Anyways, to me, what he's talking about here is, again, I'm going to kind of bring this back. This, this is why this makes sense. This is living the dream. He's like, I pray you are living the dream. And here's the dream. It's the spiritual wisdom, insight. Growing in your knowledge of God, your heart will be flooded with the light, so you can understand the confident hope he's given to those he's called. And this is us, you know. He's like this is living the dream is living with the hope that is in Jesus. Anything else? You guys have some good insights here. Let's do it this way then. If, if anything else, like in the next four or five minutes, like, oh yeah, let, you know, go ahead and say it. But let's kind of have this one last question to kind of wrap it together. So when a dream isn't working out, like it's not, you know, maybe I feel like it could be dying, but or maybe it's just, me isn't quite working out. What's the difference between settling for something else? I won't say less, but settling for something else, or. Reimagining the dream, and we've already kind of touched on reimagining the dream a little bit, and that's something sometimes you need to do. But like, what's the difference, and how do you how do you gauge the difference? I think it's got all to do
1: with an attitude. Okay, yeah. That's those are my personal images of how you see the situation. Are you settling for something, or are you reimagining it? You know, right. So I mean,
2: that's
3: what I was thinking. Thoughts. What yeah, is this?
2: And for me, it's more of a is this a different version of the dream that I really had, or is it a completely different dream?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yes, good spell.
1: I don't see how you read your handwriting. Mine's worse than that, I promise you.
2: Oh, yeah, I can not seen mine yet. <laughs> It's not a contest,
0: y'all. We can make it one. We can make it one. Oh, we need to do that.
2: The bad handwriting yeah, contest? You can do a podcast on it. Except for it'd have to be a video one, because that wouldn't make any sense. It's
0: always a joke in my family. It's like, my, mo- None my mom. None of them have decent handwriting. It's like my mom's not one. Like, birthday cards and Christmas cards. And the joke, my brother and I will always like get it and be like, Dear Fluffy man. <laughs> Nobody can forge your right now. <laughs> exactly. I can Exactly. Yeah, I think At least you his guys signature. are. That was. That's. You know, it's about your attitude and your thought life. But I love that question. Is this, you know, is this a different version of the dream, or is this a completely different dream? And I think of uh, back to what we're do, awake in church and what we're doing. You know, the the big dream for me was I had this whole thing mapped out for the church I was pastoring I ended up pastoring there eight and a half years but about seven and a half years in or seven years in I was like I feel like this is where God's like wants me to lead us to create spaces and multiply not just try to grow this church but multiply and the spaces that were created are for like people who are unchurched or de-churched even would actually love to be there like people who who have grown to not love church would actually love what we're doing. And so how, how could we do that? I'm to like imagine that and dream that. And I had this, I mean, I had it drawn out like a strategy and everything prayed out and all this. And, and it was like over the head of like, no, why would we want to do that? When I mean, we need to grow our people and keep them here, not, not, not send them there to plant churches and do that stuff. And, you know, it was just like that was the dream and then all of a sudden this conversation started with this group in Louisiana who's part of the same network that, you know denomination, although we don't use that word, that we we're part of and it was like, huh I've never really thought about moving and planting a church I prayed about leading this already established congregation to plant churches and start ministries but that was a different. It was kind of a reimagining of the same dream. Right. It was a brand new thing, but it really was like that. It's like okay, it's still the same big dream. It's just reimagined on how it looked like. Right. Yeah. Cool. Any other thoughts, comments, remarks, prayer requests? We'll do after we turn off everything. <laughs> All right. Hey guys, thanks for joining us once again for the podcast Sunrise and Shine. That's the name of it. And uh, man, we'll see you next time. All right. You'll hear us next time. We won't see you at all.